Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Al, I've had some people looking for BIM content lately at the firm and in class, and I've only sent them to one place. Do you know where that place is? I do. It, it, you probably sent them to BIMSmith. BIMSmith.com. I said, go there. Do that. <laughs> go there, do that. So uh, they have a cool thing. BIMSmith's Forge is an awesome time saver for Revit users. It's a cloud configurator for the Revit uh, system families, meaning you can create entire walls, floor, ceilings, roof assemblies, layer by layer. So if you want metal studs or wood studs, you want gypsum on one side or the other side, you want uh, fire rock, you can do all that. You have your choice to build the system with generic products or actual manufactured products. Which is super cool. Yes. Because then you can leverage you can leverage Revit as it is a BIM product, building information modeling, so, spec, so, instant specs. So you can do data. what Revit was actually made to do. Incredible. It's made by the best people in the industry, hands down, guaranteed, guaranteed, yep. guaranteed your, your money back because it's free. Yeah. We'll double it. We'll double it. Triple, Triple it. Triple, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. So go to BIMSmith.com. Uh, create a username and login because then you can save your stuff. Um, there's no charge whatsoever. Try it out. Just have that resource available so that when you're in a pinch and you need something awesome that actually works with Revit and does what Revit's supposed to do, you'll be like, whoa, you look like the smart guy. You'll be like, you can tell your, your you know, guy sitting next to you like, oh, you don't have a BIMSmith account? Like, what do you, you can just log it and, and then you can just make your walls. Get and your then, life. Get your yeah. whole life. So, yeah. Tags does that. Textures included. Intuitive. Easy. What more can you ask for? Free 99. Free 99. Yeah. Yeah. I always want to make Matrix references. Why? I don't know. Okay. Because I feel like they're really representing the real world. Matrix? Like, pretty soon we will all be within Bimsmith. Oh, yeah. Like, definitely. We're, we're going to merge. Yeah. We're going to merge with this AI. The AI is within us. So, it's all like all things. games. You might as well get in there early, know what's going on, so that when other people come in, you can shoot them. Yep. I think I'm mixing up Halo and, and Bimsmith, but you get what I'm going with. I get where you're going with Respawn, that. Respawn, shoot them. Shoot them. You got it. You got it. Well, hey, I, I uh, we're, we're podcasting slightly later than usual because I was at a mon- I was at a networking meeting, a monthly, a new one, and so uh, I wanted to talk about that a little bit. How did these people get a hold of you? That's exactly why I wanted to talk about it. Al. Oh. So we have been in uh, several other networking groups before. Alex and I have been. Some have been through the Chamber of Commerce when we first started the firm, and. Um, those are some of those networking. A lot of those networking groups are you just you sign up. You uh, I think you pay like a yearly due or a monthly due or something yeah. like that. Quarterly, whatever. And then you and then you get and then you go to these events, right? Um, personally, I'm not a fan of those things because uh, well, professionally too, because I feel like everybody. <clears throat> what happens is you might end up doubling. You might end up doubling, tripling, quadrupling that profession that is already there, right? And so, you know, like, there could be 50 realtors there. There could be uh, 10 realtors there. There could be three architects, four contractors, and you're all trying to get each other's work right and stuff like that. This one is focused that I'm in now. I want to ask you another an, another reason I didn't like those, but it might have been a sign of the times because I felt like everyone was trying to 
get work and not give work. So I wonder if... What does that mean? So this was around the recession. Everyone is looking for work. Like, oh, I'll do your data. Oh, I'll help your marketing. You know, I'll do that. But they're not giving you... Oh, do you have an architecture client? Do you have, you know... So there was no... It was... No one brought work to the table. Boom. They were all seeking yeah. work. I don't know if it's different now because in Colorado, there's a bunch it's of It's 100% works. different now. Yeah. Jobs report came out, 100,000. 100, Do you see that? Yep. Probably- Unemployment's low still. Uh, the Fed says they're not losing rates. Uh, 2019 is going to be another good year. I think Alex and I have talked about this before. You look at the stock market. It's it's inflated, so I don't think it's going to go up again. It's just going to bob up. It's just going to bob around. This is going to be a bob around year. Yep. Um, but it's going to be it's a little up, little down, but overall kind of just steady. Bob around. Yeah, bob around. So I got invited to this because a contractor in town looked us up. They just looked up architects, and they compared us to the other competing firm. Um, there's several firms here, but as far as size goes, there's, there's basically two. And they said, hey, I like you guys. You. I like you guys. I want to bring you into this group. Point at your eye. And so they left me a voicemail a couple about a month ago. This guy, a uh, young young guy like us, you know, mid thirties, uh, lower forties type of thing, and uh, we, I I explained my fear that we just kind of talked yeah. about about the other about the other networking groups, and he goes, oh no, no no this is this is different. He goes, this is invite only, and we are only inviting one professional per per uh, industry that you're in, and we want it so that we all start referring each other. And he goes, these are leaders in Boulder County that you want to be talking to, and they were. It was awesome. I'm talking big developers, big, uh, big developers, big, attor- big like land attorneys, big civil engineering firm, the big boys, the yep. big boys and the big girls. Uh, so it was awesome. Um, everybody was everybody's big C capitalists. Everybody, uh, everybody also hates the bureaucracies that we have to deal with, and the levels of nonsense and all of that. So, so paint us a picture. You walk in to where? Coffee oh, shop? How is it structured? What happened? How paint, many high fives? I'll, I'll paint you the picture. Do you get? So Lance had had about four cups of coffee before he got there. <laughs> and I think you know where I'm going with this. Is So Lance pulls up. It's down in Prospect. Prospect yeah. is uh, this really cool little neighborhood down in, in Longmont. And uh, we're, we're going to meet this, at this office, uh, like storefront, first level. And I walk in and I go, can I use the bathroom? Yeah, okay, good. And they looked like, at me like I was crazy. And I go, sorry, I'm here for the meeting. Can I use the bathroom? And they go, there you go. That's how you... And they all laughed. Ha, 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 ha. So I went back and used the bathroom, came back out. And then the, the guy, um, the gentleman who hosted the meeting goes, who are you? And I go, I'm the man, Lance Psycho. <laughs> <laughs> so like, wow, well, I got their attention like this guy. Yeah. So then, so this was the kickoff meeting. So the, and is, I'm telling you if, you, if you get invited or if you are thinking about forming one of these, this is the way to go is you get, you get literal industry leaders in the county that you're, that you're working in. Yep. And everybody understands that like we're not going to step on each other's toes. Yes, we might. Our services might overlap a little bit, but like you're the architect, you're the contractor, you're the developer, you're the financier. The whole, every single entity was there. I'm t- it, was, it was awesome, Al. Yep. Uh, Elevation, somebody from Elevations was there. Cool. That was the financier. So... <clears throat> So then we gave a five-minute introduction of what we do, yep. and then what is our ideal client? What is our ideal client to bring each other? What did you say? What I said, I said our, our ideal client is somebody who has a realistic budget, is level-headed, but I said what I want, but it's not somebody who is, um, they don't have to be, it doesn't have to be a huge project, it doesn't have to be a little project, it can run the whole gamut, and I explained that we will do, we, we take on clients from just interior remodels, 
of of a house all the way up to thirty forty million dollars. The project. the big one we're doing in town. Yeah. The multi the multi million dollar ten million dollar plus project. I go. We want everything, and I go, and then I explained our volume based business, and I go, we're not. We want to help the everyday Joe all the way up to you know the big developers. That's yep. what we're here to do. We're here for we're we're a diverse you know we, we have a diverse subset of clients. So that 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 was my whole you know that's how it went. So so then everyone did that, and then then it was like okay, then you kind of broke up. Maybe said like that that was basically it. No no. So everybody said their piece, and then uh, the, there was like you know you'd give your little speech, and there was a good Q and A, and. Um, the contractor and I had already had lunch. That's the guy who pulled me into this. We yeah. already had lunch about three or four weeks ago. So we already knew each other fairly well. And uh, one of the things he followed up with me after that initial lunch was, he goes, tell me about this Amazon thing. He goes, I forgot to ask you about that at lunch. Snap, paying dividends. It, exactly. They were more than impressed. And they, were more me... than, they were more than impressed with the Amazon push. And as soon and then and then as soon as that as soon as that happened, then it was a really good Q and A, and they were like, "Oh, this this person and this person's firm that he co owns with you, Mister yeah. Gore, is freaking interesting. You guys are exactly. movers and shakers in town." Yeah. So, so those that don't know, quick recap: when Amazon was picking headquarters, um, they had you know ten, fifteen, twenty, I think twenty cities they were looking at. So we decided we're going to design. Amazon's headquarters in Denver got all over the news, did a social push. It's an awesome. If you go to F9Productions.com over on our feature project, look at the Amazon. It's probably the best Amazon tower design in Denver. In history. In, in world history, <laughs> technically galaxy <laughs> the, history. Uh, yes. But seriously. Well, so multiverse. It if clicked, we're going to go you there. Could see, you could see, see everything click for them, and they go, oh, I know who you guys are. And they go, oh, yeah. And then they started referencing, like, oh, yeah, I remember you were in, like, Biz Weekly or something like this. Something I didn't even know about. And then, yes. at the, yeah, and then at the end of the meeting, I went up and thanked the guy, you know, the gentleman who hosted the meeting. And yep. he goes, he goes, at first, I, I, you know, because this is the guy at the, at the beginning of the meeting that says, uh, who are you? Yeah. But then after he heard my voice and heard about what we did and yeah. kind of heard about, like, how big of a free market guy we are, yep. guys we are, he comes up to me after the meeting and he goes... Hey, I meant to come up with you after city after your city council speech this week. He goes, I loved how you tried to bitch slap them. <laughs> <laughs> and what I did is just so everybody knows, I went to city council this week. There is the, our city council is um, uh, they are considering of whether they're going to endorse a countywide tax increase. It could be sales property; it doesn't matter. One of the two, um, and for an affordable housing fund. And what I basically told them was, I, I came in there and I said. We don't want this as developers. What we want you to do is free the market, free the people. Yeah, you know, essentially. So he just loved that tagline. Yeah, and and um, there's a lot more nuance to it because the city keeps buying up land and then like wondering why there's it's not affordable, <laughs> and then box people in, you know. But this leads right into what I wanted to talk to cool. you about. So uh, I, I was, you know, I, I'm here more often because you're at the job site. And all of a sudden, one of our good best guys, they're all literally our best guys, but one of our best guys is working on this Denver project. And we're talking about the differences between like where your garage can be and where your house can be. And it, he had got a comment back and says, the separation distance needs to be from the eaves. So I instantly go to, hmm, that doesn't make sense because eaves can break bulk planes. They can break you know these other things. I go in the IRC, the separation that they distance that they want in Denver is bigger than the IRC. So I go, the IRC, you're good. I go, I know the IBC doesn't uh, apply, but let's just, I'll just look in there because I know where the section is. Um, no, you're good by the IBC. And I go, 
I think that you might have to call this guy. I think this might be like a a, a Denver thing because Denver this, specific. Yep. So then he goes and he looks, and in the Denver code it says from wall face to wall face, and the guy said from Eve to Eve. So I go, oh, the guy's wrong. You know, the reviewer's wrong. But what I'm getting at is like. This is such a stupid thing. Like you're wasting the talent of of people's lives, and I don't even know if they want to be doing it or, or what. And I think it it's something that happens. Normally, it happens when you have too many people and not enough to do. Like this happens in in the army. You have way too many. Um, when the war slows down, like you have to get permission from like twenty people to launch an artillery shell. When the war is going, like. Just get launch it. it. Yep. <laughs> just, just get after it, right? But then I go, man, that's not the case here because we're busy, you know, crazy busy. They should be crazy busy. What is going on here? And what I wanted to bring up with a topic here is like these developers don't like it. The economic people that are doing stuff in, in all these cities don't like it. We as architects don't like it. I don't like it for our guys. The builders don't like it. The clients don't like it. <laughs> so there's, there's a couple ways to tackle this. And I want to brainstorm with you is one is... We gotta, you know, we gotta let the city know. And sometimes when the city council knows, they're actually like, "Holy cow, we didn't know this." There might be some change. I think because I think, there's a disconnect between the planning and zoning departments and building departments and your local city council. Yes. There just is. Yes. That's not their, you know, it's what it is. Is it's the city manager's job, really? He's sort of the in between. That's who runs the city. But there's even a disconnect between the people at top and the people administering it. So yep. I was down in Denver and uh, talking to a potential client. She, city planning, came out to the local libraries and gave a presentation. So she goes there, and the planner that comes out said, "We are very sympathetic to uh, everyone's interest in ADUs." And she raised her hand and took her a long time to call. She goes, "You say that you're very sympathetic." <laughs> But I went in and I gave them my property. We did, you know, like a little analysis. And they said, nope, you can't do it. You, you shouldn't do it. This is why you shouldn't do it. And they basically tried to talk me out of it. So what are you talking about when you say that you're sympathetic? Because either you are sympathetic and you mean it or you're not. And then, and it was just like a fluff answer. Well, you know, that's what we tried. Is It was just a, 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 no, a no-nothing answer, right? So where I'm going with... And I think I have one idea, but I want to bring it by you. Okay, we can engage with the city, but that's going to be such a slow process and so arduous. But, you know, it's the, the common phrase, like, it's God's work. So, like, maybe you got to get at it. How do you engage with these guys in your firm that are talented, that have to do dumb stuff? And if I'm hitting you off the fly, maybe I'll give you what I think maybe my answer is. But to give them a little reprieve from, like, Oh, they're just making up stuff that's nonsense. It's making everyone's jobs harder and has no consequence on anything. That's a tough one. I think you, I feel like you already have an answer or an idea. So I, I, I don't have I don't have a. It's so easy to complain and it's it's so easy to criticize and, yep. and it's it's hard to create stuff. So the here's my idea that I don't. I, I want your like. How can we make this real? So in, in when tough times like. Uh, Basic training, right? It's shittiest experience ever. You're doing dumb stuff. You're doing dumb stuff too that you don't even think like matters. Like we are shining our boots every morning and we're just getting them dirty, you know, like instantly. Um, but then like I thought like, oh, this is a game. This is a game. Al's in a game here. Not only do you get to like shoot guns, but like, 
oh, we're doing push-ups. Well, there you go. So like, was, oh, they aren't going to catch me. You know, like, the, I'm not the one getting yelled the at. The way Alex Gresh and I had started doing this was, uh, here's how we did it is, is you know, we would, uh, we would brag and be happy about, like, and then go ring the bell in the back of the office about when we would get a project through without any comments. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know if I told you this, but we've gotten two... We've gotten two through in the city we operate in with zero comments lately. Did I tell you this? Yeah, two of them. Two, two of them have done, and they're small. They're on the smaller end. Site plan review or building permit only. Building permit only. Yeah, that's yeah, building permit only. But still, it's like a good. That's a victory. That's that's a victory. That's a victory. Yeah, exactly. So so maybe it's all about setting. It's it's first of all recognizing the reality of the situation and, and then defining a metric. And so if you recognize the reality situation, okay, we're going to have to go through this process. Fine. Fair enough. Typically it's three rounds for site plan review. Mm-hmm. All right. Here's the average comments we're getting in this city per comp, per, per, per uh, round of comments. How do we reduce that? Can we reduce that? Here's our goal. Are we beating that goal? Those yeah. you're at least getting some kind of victories. You're not going to swipe away the whole thing all at once. I agree. I don't think you go into these these bureauc- these uh, planning and zoning you know departments and, and try to change their mind or anything like that. Uh, I, I think it's an internal process of all right. Here we go. Can we get this through X, Y, and Z with X yep. down? And then I think also foster some of the uh, comedy too. They've already started a word document shit sheet and i hope they did by the city of like dumbest comments it, like it, dumbest comments of the week this exactly. is so you got it. <laughs> exactly that and, and that's like you know political satire it's the same thing yep. like that's how you get through these these times where you're like you don't like the leaderships involved so then you the political cartoons like you got to laugh through the misery right that's comedy yeah yeah i love so, it i yeah, love it yeah so we just gotta you know at lunch and ever just foster that yeah. 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 That's a great idea. Cool. Well, I've got a question for you. Okay. It's from your best friend. Who? Mark, yeah. Mark LePage? No. No. Nick? No. Nick? No. 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 My no. wife? My no. child. Mark C. It's from your best friend, Mark C. He asks. I don't know who this guy is. Oh, you're friends with him. Am you're, I? Yep. Oh, yeah. Good. <laughs> best friends. <laughs> you guys are architects? What's the big deal design that you are doing that a regular builder couldn't do? And this is, in, this is pertaining to Mark II. What's the big deal design? Yeah. I, I don't understand that w- those words seem <laughs> slightly off. So basically saying like, why are you running this? What are you doing that a builder can it do? With a, exactly. So what are we doing, Al, with our project that a builder couldn't do? I know your answer, so I'll give you my answer. Uh, because you your answer is just as valid. Okay. Oh, yep. So... Uh, there's more responsibility, more re- reward. Yep. That's risk. Risk. Yep. Exactly. Right? So that's number one, what we're doing. Yep. yep. But two, we are a design firm that designs buildings. We model those buildings like they get built. It would be very useful if the people drawing buildings knew how buildings went together <laughs> and maybe even built them so that you could ease construction defects. You could ease construction problems. You could ease headaches. You could, you know, all of that, you could be more knowledgeable, and this is this is the saying. So you could be more competent, which gives you more confidence, which leads to a better life. So there's there you go. I think I think with this too with this, too much too windy. No, I think with this particular gentleman. So basically, where where we're at in construction is this is what's hilarious about the whole thing to me. 
So I, I, I posted on uh, uh, Inside the Firm today. Um, I said something like, uh, let's see if I can pull it up real quick. I've been doing these little quotes um, for a while now that are that are like entrepreneur tip, whatever. So but today was how to be a successful entrepreneur. Tip 18. Those who create don't have time to critique and those who don't deserve your time and, and those that do don't deserve your time. So in other words, like <clears throat> if you're out here, if you're out here doing doing the dirty work, all the work, right? Designing, building, developing, uh, you are taking on so much, so much, so much risk and so much responsibility that like, if you're going to come criticize, if you're going to come criticize people like that, then I, then I hope you can, I hope you bring the same sort of risk and experience that they are bringing to the table. Otherwise, in my opinion, your opinion, your opinion really doesn't hold much weight to the situation. I, I like the quote, uh, critique by creating. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Critique by creating. So here, so, but, uh, but along the lines of what you said, Al, okay. I think it's a really good point of like, oh, we are modeling like it's going to be built and then we're out there doing it and we're seeing and we're trying to facilitate an ease of construction. I don't think you understand how fast this project is actually being built. Like, I know you're going to go out today yeah. and, and be uh, hopefully blown away. And then yeah, because we, I haven't been there since Friday. Yep. Today is April 5th, 2019. We went vertical. Stood the first walls up. I've got the photo up right now. March 14th. And we are... We are over 75% done with framing. And so the commodity of how we laid things out structurally in the field and how we even directed the, the crew to, uh, to basically <clears throat> uh, not worry about these no, their non-structural elements on the outside of the building, which literally create the depth and the beauty of the architecture. Mm-hmm. We're building this in a commodity way first framing wise and then we're and then we put and then we put all of the we put most of the 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 depth and and, and the and the beauty the on afterwards yeah. and in addition to that the first two condos including our commercial condo aren't even up yet they're not even up yet and the most drama and the, oh, the yeah. big the biggest piece of sculpture that happens on our project is the commercial building. It's got crazy cantilevers. It's the only I building. I can't wait for that to go up. Exactly. Get started, Lance Contractor Psycho. I know. Next week, we're going to go vertical with the walls. LCC. Because I just ordered... Exactly. Because I just ordered uh, the, some of the remaining you know miscellaneous stuff that we had to do. So, so there, there's that. But you're telling me next week they're going to start on the commercial building. Yeah, they should. They should. It depends on what the plumbers say too, because the plumbers are going to be in there at the same time. But anyway, back back to like where we're really at. Like the speed at which we're moving. That's why the builders. That's so. That's one thing is like, oh, you builders, you wouldn't be able to keep you. We did. We did. You would have tried to do what the framers tried to do. And I talked about this, and I got cut off from the last podcast, and people will never hear that audio. But I'll say it now: is that. I got out there. The framing crew decided they wanted to do everything at once. And I go, no, 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 no. We're going to strip this down and do things. Start. We get the basics done right from the beginning mm-hmm. and then repeat that. And it's just been, not, it, they've just been flying. I mean, they got the parapets done on four of the, four of the big units in almost one day out. There are in, I can't keep up with the material orders. That's how smoothly the process is going. So that's, that's one thing we're doing is, since we're fusing the architect and the, and the builder together in a, in a good way, yep, yep. It's, it's speeding things up. We're, we're flying. Here's the other thing, though, Doug. 
what what are we doing that a, that another that another um, uh, architect or that a builder couldn't do, right? I don't think a builder would be building those floating stairs up to the rooftop level like we're mm. doing. That's a super unique detail that is going to take some precision and thinking. And that was like what I was doing this morning is, again, had to direct the framing crew as the architect who is the contractor and knows like, guys, we're not worried about that. All of those, all of all of these little ramps that are the roofs that are going to go underneath the floating stairs, that is different. Uh, we're the way we're scuppering, the way we've created like these architectural scuppers that go off of the roof, right? Uh, the the again the, the the commercial space that is that is a piece of sculpture. That whole building is a, is an abs- absolute piece of sculpture. And so, uh, like, what are you going to use? something? then, why would you judge? A, a picture on the internet when it's 39 39% complete literally when i go to the funding 39% complete that's what they that's what they say we're at say say we're at the other thing is when you wear three hats as a developer architect builder remember you have a giant cushion to play with like you have a bigger profit cushion than everybody else i'm not saying you want you want to obviously keep as much as you can because we're in it to make money at the end of the day we got, everybody's got to eat right we have goals financially yeah. And we've already sunk a bunch into it, so we need to get it back. But because we did that, because we have more to play with, I don't think another builder would have put these rooftop decks on. Wait till you go up. Wait till you go up on the fourth floor today, Al. We have we have the best views in the city. It's yeah. incredible. It's incredible. I think it's going to blow you away. I, I think it's it more than what you even think. Okay. Um, when you go up there, I'm excited. So, there you go. That's my rant. That's my soapbox for the day. Okay. Now can we hear from our other best friend? I think so. What's his name? His name is Nick. Here's Nick's, Nick with Nick Reads. Hello, best friends. I hope you all had a great week this week. I have missed you all. A reading. There are some things which cannot be learned quickly. And time, which is all we have, must be paid heavily for their acquiring. They are the very simplest things. And because it takes a man's life to know them, the little new that each man gets from life is very costly and the only heritage he has to leave. A quote by Ernest Hemingway from the book Papa Hemingway. Thank you, Chad Harris, for posting that to Instagram. Boys, although few care about GPA once you graduate college, whose was better back at NDSU? Toodles! And the winner is Al Gore. <laughs> Woo, what are they? Al Gore had a, uh, in, his, for graduate, uh, in his graduate school year, 3.83. Uh, cumulative for bachelor's, his undergrad degree, 3.748. Ah. Well, you know what? It's probably because it was arch- more architecture. Probably liked it more. Probably. You know, grad, it's grad school. Probably. Yep. Probably. Uh, Lance's was 3.517 for, uh, for the master's. And then for bachelor's, 3.5. Five three five. Ooh! So there you have it. Al. Is it because that one guy in your master's? Oh no! no, gave no I'm you... sorry. That's not right. That's not right. I, I'm reading off. Uh... No, for masters you beat me though. No, no, bachelors, bachelors, bachelors. Here's what it comes down to: is bachelors actually? Because I don't have my masters listed. We had to. By the way, Nick, 
We had to. We just spent five to ten minutes looking for I this know stuff. We did. Uh, so I hope you're happy about that. Yeah, you. Will, yeah. <clears throat> so Bachelors, of the Bachelors. Al is at three point seven four eight. Lance is at three point five one seven. Look at that. Congratulations, Al. Thank you. What, uh, Nick, someone owes me something for winning that. Somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, you owe, Nick, you, owe uh, you owe Al 10 push-ups. Yes. That's yes. What, that's what we want to Please see. send a video, my friend. Yeah. I'd love it. Love All it. right. Uh, let's bring our, in, our other best friends and do ARE Jeopardy. All right. Here we go. Question number one. IBC. 311.1.1. Memorize that. Just kidding. Probably don't. A room or space used for storage purposes less than blank square feet shall be classified as part of that occupancy. So if you have like a B unit and you have storage, you know, you don't have to make it an S if it's less than blank square feet. A, 100 square feet. B, 120 square feet. C, 50 square feet. D, 80 square feet. Do, 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 do. Or so you got to do fire separation, nonsense, more nonsense. We have C, D, C, C, A. It is A, 100 square feet. All right, we got one correct on that one. So I, I got to write down. We got a lot of guys trying this. All right, question number two, IBC 303.1.1. Um, and you guys should... Uh, now that we went over that last one, just like know that in your head. Because if you go over 100 square feet, then you got to do a bunch of stuff. Um, a building or tenant space used for assembly purposes with an occupant load less than blank people shall be classified as Group B occupancy, right? Why this is so critical is a lot of times uh, restaurants, you have assembly. And if it's less than whatever number, you guys get a, get a guess, it can be type B. So... Is it A, 50 people, B, 25 people, C, 100 people, D, 15 people? A, C, A, A, A. A is correct. Hold up. A is hold up. So everyone but... (laughs) All right. What's the score, Al? It is everyone but Jackson. (laughs) That's a point. And Jason has two. Nice. Number three, what is the incorporation of tiny air bubbles into the concrete to improve its workability and resistance to frost known as A, air infusion, B, air entrapment, C, air entrainment, D, air injection? Do you need those repeated? A, air infusion, uh, B, air entrapment, C, air entrainment, D, air injection. What do we got, gentlemen? C, A, B, B, B. It is uh, air. It is C, air entrainment. All right. Oh, we got a tie. No. For what? Three and a three, two, two, two? First place, second place, third place. <laughs> okay. Uh, number four, an alloy of copper and zinc that is corrosion resistant and very workable is known as A, Aluminium, B, titanium. It might be that one. It C, might be. zopper. D, brass. I read them. <laughs> we, got, we got them. Okay, what do we got? We got uh, D, 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 smart. 
D. Do we have I a winner? Read D wrong, and it was uh, Z- uh, a um, did, did, did everyone say D? <laughs> yeah. We got a tie for first. Ah, so we got yeah, we here we go. Breaker. We'll come back with a tiebreaker. Oh, I've already got one ready. Okay. All right. It's first person to just write the word, okay? It's write going the, between these two. I'll write watch. the word. Here's what we're going to guess. What, what is a synthetic resin having excellent adhesive properties known as? I can't read that, Al. You're, uh, the answer is uh, somebody's got silicone. That is incorrect. Somebody got, you get one more chance and you could win it right here. I'll repeat it. A synthetic resin having excellent adhesive properties. What is that? Caulk. You guys both sort of answered the same thing. It is not glue, Al. It is epoxy. Yeah. (laughs) Epoxy. Who said epoxy? Smart. All right. This is going to be good. Well, yeah, yeah. Here we go. Remember, first word. Just word. Just name it off. What is the science of sound and sound control? One word. What is the science of sound and sound control? What is the science of sound and sound control? First guess is acoustical. That is incorrect. Second guess, we've got... He's writing down two words, so he's incorrect. I did say one word. Acoustical design. Incorrect. Here we go. I'll give you the answer. Acoustics. Wow. I would almost give it to him. All right, here we go. This this one should be easy. Come on now. And I'll, I'll tell you two words. Two words. Ready? Two words. Sheet metal or wire fabric into which a base coat of plaster is keyed. Here we go. They're writing down fast. They're writing down fast. Uh, he's got a metal lath. That's correct. Boom. <laughs> that was some fast writing. All right, I'll give you the one tip of the day. One if tip. If you do not know Revit to your satisfaction, go to RevitRocketShip.com. Get templates, tutorials, examples, files, everything you know, need to know. Go there, check it out. Guaranteed, you'll be way more awesome if you do it. If for some reason you haven't left us a five-star review, please head Shame. over to your to your mobile app right now and leave us a five-star review on iTunes. And if you do, because you haven't already, then email al at akg at f9productions.com and he will email you a free PDF copy of his wonderful book, The Creativity Code. See you next week.